Hello, and welcome back to audio. It is so good to be back on the mic after the Christmas season. Unlike a lot of stories that I've heard uh, this time of year, I had a very, very peaceful Christmas. And I hope you did as well. Um, I decided against recording something specifically for Christmas. We had a ton of that all over, you know, the media and the interwebs. And I just decided that that's something that I was going to leave to pretty much everyone else. So uh, I want to stick to what my passion really is, and that's people and our relationships with one another. But today, I think that I'm going to take it back a little bit uh, to how we first start to form our relationship as children, as babies, like even uh, in infancy. So here's a question. How well do you know your kids? How well do we know our kids? I mean, do we know them as like individuals aside from ourselves or do we just see them as our kids? I mean, from birth, we watch them grow physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. You know, we're, we're a part of that. Um, there are babies, you know, just little extensions of ourselves and the environment that they're being raised up in. But I wonder how much thought we actually give to the fact that they are separate entities from us. Does that change how we parent? Um, and as parents, are we indulgent parents? Are we tyrants? Are we raising free-range chickens? You know, are we like a confusing mix of all of the above? You know, so, I mean, are we teaching them? Are we guiding them? Are we trying to force them into a mold that they really don't fit in? And even worse sometimes, are we just allowing them to grow into their own persons without any real guidance or input from us? Well, our Bible tells us in Proverbs 22 verse 6 to train a child up in the way that he should go and when he gets old he won't depart from it. Now just like pretty much everything else in the Bible you know the question is what does that mean? Well on the surface it pretty much means exactly what it says um, but if we want to have like a deeper understanding of that and I just gotta say that I really really love how the Bible answers itself. Any question that you have about what you find in the Bible, guaranteed there's an answer provided for you within that same book. But anyway, if we want to get a deeper understanding of Proverbs 22:6, Ephesians chapter 6 verse 4 says for fathers or, you know, parents to not provoke our children to anger, but to instead bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. So, we teach them to love the Lord their God with all their heart, all their soul, and all their might. That's pretty simple. But where does that instruction begin? Well, as the mom who is not 100% sure of which category she falls in, 
I would say that it always begins with trust, with teaching your kids how to trust you. <clears throat> and another question, can an infant be taught to trust? And again, I'm going to say yes. And the only reason that I can say that is because if you really, really pay attention, babies are extra intelligent. They are so very smart and observant and absorbent of all of the information going on around them, you know, whether that's coming from you or elsewhere in their environment. So just as an example, and this is a pretty simple one uh, from my own personal life, um, when my daughter Trinity was an infant about four or five months old, um, I had her in her little swing you know keeping herself occupied and enjoying the movement and I, I was doing that so that I could have time to you know pick up around the house and try to get things cleaned up and in the middle of it I hear her cry and you know nobody likes the sound of their kid crying uh, so I turn and her pacifier is on the floor I pick the pacifier up I give it back to her you know like oh you know don't cry it's right here and I go back to what I'm doing and not 30 seconds or a minute later, she's crying again. I look, pacifier's on the floor again. So I'm like, well, that's crazy. Pick the pacifier up, give it back to her. And once again, so after three or four instances of this, my instincts, I guess, kind of kicked in a little bit. And I start thinking about things the way that I would believe my grandmother would think about things. She taught me a lot when it came to the things that would help me uh, raise my child. And one of these is to pay very, very close attention because just because she's a baby, that doesn't mean that she's not smart. So what I observed was that whenever I got close to picking that pacifier up off the floor, she stopped crying. She calmed down because this need or this desire of hers was about to be immediately met. My response to this once I realized what was going on was to leave that pacifier on the floor and go right back to what I was doing. I left my child crying in her swing. That may seem cruel, but as patterns of behavior would show, she learned a couple of things that day. Number one being, if you want that pacifier that bad, you'll keep it in your mouth. Number two, mama ain't no punk. But most importantly, she learned that when she needs me, I will help her. When she has a need that needs to be addressed, that's for her survival and even meeting some of her desires that aren't exactly needs, she can count on me to provide for her in ways that in most cases only a mom could or if somebody else was around they could have picked that pacifier up but she was looking to me to fill that need now i would say that a way to connect that to my understanding of the bible is that there is a lot of information from cover to cover in our bibles and one thing that i observe happening over and over and over again is God establishing himself as a father who can be trusted to his people. Any 
promise that God ever made, any anything he ever said, you can always see that God always established his will. Whatever he said he was going to do, he always do it. Thus, we can trust him at any time. So, now how do we teach our kids to grow up and trust in the Lord with all their heart? Not to lean on their own understanding, but to in all their ways acknowledge God and to trust that He's going to direct their paths. How do we teach our kids how to do that? Well, their first line of defense and trust begins with their caretaker, their parent, their guardian, their grandparent, whoever it is that's taking care of that child. They learn to trust us first. So if we are good stewards of the child that's been allowed into our lives for, you know, our guardianship, we would do well to remember that when God allowed us to have that child or to take guardianship over that child or to adopt that child, um, he had a plan for each and every one of us that is fearfully and wonderfully made by the Lord. He has a plan for us. There are so many ways to damage and break a little soul before they even have time to really experience life and enjoy it and get anything out of it or to even make a mistake. Sometimes we are the ones who make the mistakes for them and cut their legs out from up under them before they can even get started good. This is not our job as parents. Our job as parents are to teach them how to love their Lord. Our job is to teach them how to love God and to love others. We're going to get to the point to where we talk about teaching manners and, you know, the ABCs and one, two, threes. But first, we need to teach our kids how to trust our voices. And if they can trust our voices, well, then they, when they learn just how much God loves them, just how much he cares for them, and just how much he is in their corner, well, then they'll learn to trust him too. So what observations have you made that have made you think about your relationship with God? Where in your relationship with your children are you reminded of just how much God loves you and the different ways that he guides you and steers you in the right direction, you know, away from hurt, harm, and danger. Uh, I would love to have this conversation with you to answer any questions or to uh, just get different perspectives, you know, on the same topic, because this is actually one that's going to be blooming as we go, because so much of who we are right now has a lot to do with how we started. So let's give that a think. And in the meantime, I wish you all the happiness and love in Christ and with one another. Have a good night.